Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, this is the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, since I'm mentioning Florida, let's get to a little bit of that right now. First of all, um, sending out our very best to everybody down there uh, along the Gulf Coast and quite frankly, um, <laughs> along the whole state of Florida. Um, really, the only area that did not get any massive uh uh rain wind or whatever from this was the the far western panhandle or the very deep southern portion uh which is where the deck bar is um talked with john deck a little bit yesterday they're they're good they get they got some rain they got some wind but um nothing nothing like what the folks in the fort myers area have gotten and you know, if you haven't had a chance to to check that out, um, it's just absolutely devastating. And um, also, Ellie, um, those of you that know when Ellie joins us on the show, she um, she's down there in Florida mm-hmm. as well, um, and is is good. Uh, she did not lose power at least as of this morning, um, but she said it was loud, um, a lot going on, and. Um, Anyway, so we're glad uh, she's okay, and we're we're just pulling for everybody down there because it's a mess. Uh, also, real quickly, I I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the injury to uh, to a uh, Tungle Viola tonight in the Cincinnati game. He left on a stretcher, head and neck injury is what they're calling it. Uh, pretty scary stuff, especially for a guy coming off of uh, an injury just last week that um, the league was already investigating. I think this is going to be an ugly thing. I just hope he's okay. That's first and foremost um, right now. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, and, and I will give credit to the Bengals fans. They, they were shouting his name as he was leaving the field. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that. I'm sure that the Dolphins fan do, do too. So, anyway, so a lot going on there. But um, the taskmaster in myself has returned because uh, these three morons took over last week. And I, quite frankly, I can just start the show and leave um, because <laughs> yes, you can. Apparently, things went so well. Uh, yeah. I was getting phone calls and messages about how funny it was, and I'm like, you know what? I don't even need to be here anymore. Uh, and I mean, we we had guest stops uh, by Casey Kasem. Um, the Lord knows who else was there. What other celebrities? But uh, uh, yeah, I missed a great post show. Uh, you're you're damn right, I did. Uh, but it, yeah, it is what it is and, uh, good to be back. Hopefully technology works and, uh, hopefully everybody's great. Hello to, uh, Bill, Mr. Hammers, Big Ben Burner. They've already jumped on the show. Welcome aboard. Yeah. We had really, uh, really great engagement last week. It, uh, we had, thank you. Yes. Thank you to everybody who stuck it out to it with us for three hours. We, we kind of went off the rails a little bit, uh, having some fun. Off the rails is definitely a term that gets used a lot here. Um, quite frankly, um, it, it it does. And um, we had SCB overtime for longer than the regular show. It was incredible. Uh, yeah, it it. 
trying to what there used to be a very popular like nighttime show that used to to do its show but then they had a, a thing on youtube afterward and that usually ended up being better i can't think of which one it was but uh, uh one of bill the, one maher of the, yeah bill maher had something bill like maher, that. he did he did overtime right um, okay. with his guests afterwards and they would just sit around and and basically bullshit and uh you know drink talk and yeah well so what we do basically basically pretty not. much uh, yeah, he was probably smoking some weed, you know, be- between takes for sure. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, quick shout out to uh, Ben's shirt tonight from Big Ben's Burner. There, um, <laughs> if, you, if you're not watching this on YouTube, everybody, you got it. You got to give yourself a chance <laughs> one of these nights and just pull it up and watch it because a lot of times there's some visual stuff you can't miss, including the small child who just holy crap, that was magical. How did that happen? <laughs> He just put the baby up in the air and magically she disappeared. Yes. Uh, that is incredible. That is special effects. Uh, wife run by and grab yeah, her. That, that's My like wife's way a rock star. She's the best. That's way beyond right our budget here. Anyway, let's talk Steelers. And uh, holy crap. Uh, the, the Bengals holy right now are, are beating the Dolphins. So they're probably going to move to two and two, which will put us completely in the basement all by our lonesome. All right. All right. But we uh, talk about this every single year. Okay. Every four weeks, the complexion it, of the NFL changes. Yes, it does. It's, it is a marathon. Teams that look amazing in the first quarter of the season don't necessarily look as good in December. For sure. For sure, you and, want to and, peak at the yeah. end of the year, but right. you still want need to win games at the beginning of the year. Yeah, unlike the Steelers right now. Yeah, and, and that's well. That's I mean, the if problem. they beat the Jets, they get to two and two, and you you don't want to. I mean, if you divide the season into four quarters, which worked a lot better when there were sixteen games as opposed right. to seventeen, but if you divide it into four quarters, you know, basically as long as you don't have a losing quarter and you win one or two of them, you know, like going five mm-hmm. hundreds, not great, but it's okay. The right. problem is, is we're probably going to go 0-4 oh, in the next quarter. So, yeah. kind of got to uh, win this one. Yeah. You know, and, and to that point, Ian, it's funny how quickly things change because, you you know, Miami and Buffalo are both in that next four. Um, That's and true. You, you look at the injuries they've got now, uh, assuming to us. Who's their backup be, uh, in, in Miami? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, and he's he looked, looked okay he looked, tonight. He's looked not okay. terrible. No, you know? no, no, no. I put and, him right know, there at a par with uh, Mitch. Not sure if you saw last week's game against Jacoby Brissett. I mean, just, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, he, he looked okay. It's amazing how – He's not a bad quarterback, other, though. He's how not. every team we play he uses was, the middle but... of the field. Everybody we play uses the middle of the field. We're the only ones that don't use the middle of the field. And that's getting a little bit irritating. Well, everyone we play exploits our, our linebackers who can't mm-hmm. cover. You know, in particular, Robert Spillane on third down. Why the fuck is he still out there on third downs? Here's the thing. Here's my theory. Is that the Steelers never throw to the middle of the field, so they never practice throwing to the middle of the field, so the linebackers never get any actual practice. They had three linebackers out there on third down sometimes. They did. They had three fucking linebackers out there. Miles Jack, Devin Bush, and Robert Spillane, and they couldn't stop a damn thing in the middle of the field. Nothing. Yeah, no, it 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 was troubling to me to even see that because it kind of almost told me that we were grabbing for straws or something at that particular time. But um, in any case, um, so the Jets come in this week. The Jets are one and two. Um, I, look, they they are a miraculous comeback 
from uh, uh, Cleveland, or beating Cleveland from being 0-3. I mean, uh, you could argue we're a miraculous. I know another team. <laughs> that. Absolutely. Awesome. I, I, yep, I was getting there. I was getting there. I'm um, sorry, Steel Dad. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, you know, uh, the, the, defense, the defense played an amazing game week one again. Yeah. Away. Yeah. Maybe this is a trend, you know, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't call it necessarily a miracle based upon that, that defensive effort that week, but um, well, you know, the yeah. D kept them in and, and at the end, the offense did just enough to eke out a win. I mean, my well, God, the kickers. Oh, uh, well, so in fact, let's start right there because the 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 news this week kind of broke. Um, in fact, Ben, you had it pretty early in the day, if I recall, that Tyson Alaalu was was demoted, if you will. Um, and, yeah, that was and, yesterday or the day uh, it was Tuesday because it was right before it's his Tuesday. presser. It was before yeah. Tom was presser. Um, and and Montrevious Adams is is going to get the the start, if you will, Which at nose. Honestly, is fair after the way Tyson played last week. He was really, really bad against the run. It was – he doesn't look like Tyson right now. So what – you mentioned that in our chat. What are you seeing from him? Is it is it father time has caught him? He hasn't completely – Probably injury. father time. I, I, he's getting driven out of the hole. He, he cannot stay in his gap. I don't know exactly if it's footwork, technique, strength. That ankle is 100%. All of the above. He's 35 years old and he still plays defensive tackle. Yeah. Um, you know, it, as you pointed out, and as we've we've talked about numerous times on this show, Father Time is undefeated. Eventually, he's going to get you. Eventually, mm-hmm. especially if you play a really physical position like offensive or defensive line. You get to 35 years old, you know, you're up there. Um, so maybe it's just time for for Tyson to, you know. Be a role player as opposed to, to being a starter. Play fewer snaps um, because he can play stronger when he's more rested right, right. and contribute at a higher level when he's actually playing. And then, you know, play the season out and see what happens. Maybe maybe he doesn't come back. Maybe he retires. So, uh, Scarps, Adams is a pretty quick dude for his size. Um, is, is that what they're looking for or is it more about – the anchoring ability that Tyson just hasn't been able to provide it had forever. It doesn't. Yeah. Have it now. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, the one thing I appreciate about Montrevious Adams is this week, he said that when he got here last year, he really didn't know any of the plays and, you know, it could have fooled me because uh, when they were really awful last year, especially towards the end of the year, stopping the run, he was like the one lone bright spot. Cause I remember even on the show being like, they need to resign this guy right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, so, um, you know, I, you know, for Montrevis Adams, I just think, I just think that, you know, kudos to that player personnel team. Um, Cause he was, I, I think he was picked off the practice squad. Saints. The Saints. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's, that, that's, that's, that's good scouting. That's good personnel decisions and, um, and whatnot. Um, If anything, I I think that they're looking for a spark on defense, especially with the line. Um, Again, and and you know we can get into this a little bit later, but um, the rush defense is is not good right now. No, Um, 
you know, even with three quarters of TJ, they still had, they still gave up some chunks, but Mm -hmm. it was better with TJ, of course, you know, but um, you know, for me, and this isn't anything against Tyson, but you know, Tyson was a first round pick in 2010. Cam was a first round pick in 2011. Um, So, you know, getting to be some gray hair on the D line to, to me. And this this goes back, but I, the Steelers banked on a lot of things happening this year. In okay, a okay. but but Tyson is is two years older than Cam. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. But right. my point is, my point is that, and that Tyson also started since his rookie year, whereas Cam had a couple years of right. Yeah, you know. yeah, but okay. The point is, they've been in the league, you know, 12, 13 Absolutely. years almost. Sure, now, sure. And, and and they're getting older. And that's my point is that the Steelers banked on a lot of things this year, and one of them was that they expected. Um, their 35 year old nose tackle coming off of an ankle break <laughs> that he was going yeah. to be yeah. just as good as he was. And I yeah. think yeah, that's not Tyson's fault. I mean, hell, like to me, Tyson's at that age where he's a backup. He's the depth piece. He, and he, and he, he should be. You're, you're right. Yeah. Does they they is- did. They did burn a premium pick on DeMarcus Leal. Okay. But he, he doesn't play nose. All right. Right. I, I'm not going to say they, did, they didn't address the uh, the defensive line early. They did. And Leal looks like he's going to be a good player. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you don't get guys in the third round usually who are instant starters. That doesn't, that's not, you know, no, people, I, very true. Not very what true. normally happens. And I, Ian, I wanted to ask you does this have anything to do with uh, lack of pass rush at all? Uh, a, a little bit, yeah. I mean, Adams is more explosive off the ball than Alu is, um, mm-hmm. and you know he doesn't he doesn't have that strong anchor and base. But also, we've talked a lot on this show about how, and I think Ben brings it up all the time. A tackle for loss is just as good as a sack. You tackle yeah. a running back two or three yards deep in the backfield, that's yep. just as good as a sack, and. Alu-Alu is not getting that penetration at all. In fact, he's getting moved off the spot, whereas Adams is at least getting that penetration into the backfield. And even when he doesn't make a play, you know, if he gets in the backfield, he can redirect a play to have to go somewhere else where it wasn't intended to go. So I I think it's mostly about his burst off the ball more so than his ability to anchor. I don't think he doesn't have that big backside like Casey Hampton did although Casey had a big front side too um <laughs> he was just, just one big I snack. mean Montrevious yes. Montrevious is doesn't quite have the power pack that uh oh god what was his name he went to Philly um Har- Hargrave 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 had yeah yeah but he does have a giant ass I mean he he, he is a big boy he, he yeah. is yeah. Yeah. and he's not you know he's not short either the guy's almost six four is he really that big? Yeah, he's six Man. six three, and his okay. combine measurements. I looked him up once for like six three and five eighths or something. Um, um, so he's he's tall. Doesn't have real long arms, thirty three inches. But right. you play a nose. You don't need to have real long arms. Yeah, um, right. he's not super heavy. He's like three ten, but you know, a lot more lower body than upper body. And he's yeah. quick off the line, not quite like Hargrave was. Hargrave right. was awesome at penetration. Still is. Fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's gotten better, actually, since he left. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, a, a good young player, penetrating interior defensive lineman, which is what Tomlin wants, in particular on passing downs. But as, a, as Ian pointed out, you can be very disruptive if you're that kind of a player on rundowns, as long as you stay in your fucking gap. 
Gaps matter. Gap integrity. Yes. Uh, Hammers, real quick, asked a question about you know making a trade for another edge guy like Robert Quinn or no. uh, Colin Farrell. I, I personally, I don't think they will. I don't think um, they should. I, I think I think they burned enough, and I know people hate this term, draft capital already, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they need to hang on to their picks. They need to th- start thinking about the future. This team is no longer, I'm sorry, they're not in win-now mode, okay? They shouldn't be. They're not. They shouldn't be. They're not, right. because their offensive line is a work in progress, getting better, getting better. We'll get to that. Their, def- their, their quarterback, who the fuck knows? They got a guy, they're not playing, who might be better than the we'll guy they have in there is a stopgap who, you know, again, he is as advertised as we've talked about. This is what Mitch Trubisky does. This, he is as advertised, but he's not good. He doesn't suck, but he's not good. I'm trying to so think of they're, they're where not, that falls. They're not, not in a – yeah, suck. better than suck. bad is the nicest thing you can say about Oh, okay. All right. So they're not All right. in any position to contend. This is my point. No, they should I not agree. be thinking about trading for players this season. They should worry about the future. And that means not trading away your picks. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, in well, fact, what got, you probably should yeah. do is like trade away like uh, maybe a quarterback gets hurt and somebody needs Mason Rudolph for a late-round pick. Actually, it's, it's, a, an extra it's, one. it's a shame that Akella Weatherspoon got hurt because with all the Bills' lack of cornerbacks that, like, their entire secondary is hurt. Yes. I was kind of like, you know, he'd be like, we've got three decent corners right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, you think and, they wish they had Levi Wallace right now? Yeah. Oh, you bet your ass they do. Yeah. Akella Weatherspoon is not good this year, but that's – No, no. He's, he's not as good as he was last year, which is troubling because yeah. – it seems like now they're they're targeting him. Like they, they, last people year, have figured was, him out. He was kind of a secret, right? It yeah. Seems like now there's enough tape out on him that it's like, oh, okay, this is what you do against this guy. Yeah. Well, uh, and thing was always that he was aggressive against short passes, so he jumped a lot of short passes yeah. and got a lot of picks that way. But he could get beat over the top. Every and, and, young player goes through this if they get good they there's enough tape that goes out about them especially quarterbacks yeah that eventually the opposition figures them out if they can bounce back from that they become good players until they do Mm -hmm. they're a guy who had a chance to be a good player yeah and and if you go back and you think about the the nice plays that witherspoon has made and and the ones i'm thinking of are exactly what you guys were just talking about he comes up and, and makes tackles immediately on those quick throws to the outside. I, he plays it very well. It, it, it's those other things that are the issue. Um, so, I, you know, let me uh, real quick just uh, get in a quick plug here for our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Uh, and that is the sound of a beverage. And by the way, gentlemen, uh, it that's is now the sound time. of freedom. It is the time uh, to ask, what are you drinking tonight? Ian, what is in your hand? Uh, in my hand is uh, Pen Brew Oktoberfest that I have in my kegerator over there. Kegerator. Eden is living right, man. Let me tell you. Scarps, <laughs> what are, I, I know you're not drinking tonight. Yeah. Uh, but, but what do you, you got Sissy. a little uh, Gatorade? What do you got going there? 
Oh man, it's Canada Dry, which sounds like the offense. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Play I'm Canada. Play Canada. I'm on the shelf. The I'm people in Canada Dry are missing a prime opportunity right now. And let me tell you. And it's zero sugar. Oh my God. This I is was so really man. thinking that Ryan was going to say he was drinking a Shirley Temple, but he's not. <laughs> uh, I'll, and, I'll say this though: Gatorade and ginger ale is my go-to drink when I'm sick. Oh yeah, it's it's together go half and half. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. know what's really really good actually is Makers and Ginger. If you guys ever want to have one, nah, next. Yeah, oh, I've done that week. also. It's also I'll good have to try that. It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, Ben, uh, I know you had what would you have a little tequila there? Yeah, I had some Don Julio seventy, which is delicious. And I'm drinking uh, Deschutes Twilight. Oh, lovely! Love Deschutes. Very nice. That's good shit. Very nice beer. I've uh, I'm still working on my redemption bourbon. Uh, oh, that Ian. stuff is so good. It's very nice. Ooh. This is just straight bourbon whiskey. So a uh, little little chunk of ice in there. So I bought myself good. a bottle of Dad Hat, by the way. Ian. Oh, that's also really good. Yeah, is it Dad oh, Hat or Dad's that. Hat? Yeah, Dad's Hat. Yeah, that. Yeah, that shit. I bought it when Naomi <laughs> was born. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Hammers. Uh, the story of the team this past two seasons has been wanting to be right versus wanting to win. Kendrick wanting Green be- last year, Mitch Cant. Well, you know, there's something to be there's said about that. that. Yeah. Hey, well, I don't know about that, but yeah, you know, you know, I I think I think when you look at the futility of that offense under Matt Canada and three different quarterbacks starting games. You kind of have to go, okay, who is the ringmaster of this shit show? Is it the quarterback? Is the quarterback fucking this up? Or is it off- our offensive coordinator? And as, again, as, as futile as they've been, especially when they were horrible until Ben was like, fuck you, I'm calling whatever I want in the fourth quarter last season. Right. It really does reflect very poorly upon our, our offensive coordinator. And, and I'm sorry, I'm going to throw a little shade at Mike. Mike Tomlin for keeping him. Okay, it, it it wasn't working, and from from Mike's perspective, and I get this, he's looking at it going, "Well, we weren't really running his offense the whole year mm-hmm. because we had Ben in there, and he wanted to right. do his thing, and so we were trying to fit it to him." And blah blah blah, whatever, man. We were running this shit in the red zone; it didn't work. And you know, we, they were running this shit early in the games, and it didn't work. And when the offense was clicking, it was because Ben was just making it up as he went along, going off script. To Hammer's point, though, about wanting to be right versus wanting to win, and we've talked about this on the show a lot, that good teams out there do things to put their players in position to maximize their talents, right? This is something the Patriots have done really well forever. Yes. They get a bunch of these tiny-ass white receivers that are quick but not fast, and they run them out of the slot on these crossing routes or these comeback routes or whatever Mm -hmm. that – take advantage of their skill sets the Steelers are running an offense right now that is here's the offense you guys are here you're going to run our stuff regardless of whether or not it fits your skill set and they've done that for a while now and before Canada's time too I mean going going back to other offensive coordinators like even thinking back to when Mike Wallace was here he couldn't cut 
to save his life. Like Mike Wallace had the slowest turn on an out route that I've ever seen. It was like 10 steps that he took to make that mm-hmm. turn. Yeah, but he can run a seven and a nine. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But they kept, you know, like Wallace's last year here, they kept trying to run him either on these crossing routes where he'd catch the ball and then have to make a quick cut up the field or just get hammered. And he would just keep running straight across the field and run straight into another defender um, or these out routes. And it, it was bad. And so they've done this crap for a while where they try and make the players fit the scheme rather than designing the scheme to fit yeah. the players they have. I Real quickly, I and I just want to make one quick point, and then I'm going to shut the fuck up. Uh, Big Vince Burner just made a point about, and, and Steel Dad just posted it. It's a, it's a pure mixture of both Canada's scheme guys open, misses them. Yeah, but we don't know what the reads are or in what sequence he's supposed to be reading those plays, what sequence he's supposed to be reading those routes. If, if Canada is telling him to read routes before they can develop, that's a problem. Okay. And this seems to be a consistent thing again, among three quarterbacks mm-hmm. in a row who mm-hmm. are leaving receivers open in Canada's scheme. So what Mitch, what, excuse me, what Canada does is he decides when the read, when the route will be read, and what sequence the, the routes will be read in, okay? So we see guys, as fans, that are open at the end of plays when Mitch opts for the check down. Right. Or are about to be open, about to flash open, and we get super frustrated. And then we see receivers throwing their hands up going, what the fuck? And, and we're like, yeah, I was right. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, those same and, receivers though also drop balls. Sure, um, sure, they do. Yes. <laughs> all I'm saying what is you this. I'm all I am, I'm saying is this. We don't really know which, what way Mitch is supposed to read the offense and the play at, excuse me, the defense and the, and the play as it develops, right? So we can't say for certain that it's Mitch on those plays every time. And if it had only been Mitch, I'd be more willing to point my finger at Mitch, but it hasn't just been Mitch. It's been a number of guys. This has happened over and over and over again with, and it's like, okay, you're the guy running the fucking offense. It's your job to fix this shit. And you still haven't. Now it's on you. Okay. Because there's, there's a consistency. There's a pattern here of behavior among different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It's you, man. It's not the quarterbacks. You are the fucking problem. Fix it. This is Sharp the NFL. Jump in there. Yeah, yeah but- I, you know, I agree with everything uh, Ben and Ian have said. And uh, the one thing I keep coming back to is, um, first of all, um, th- th- there are a variety of issues on this offense. And, and, and it just seems that they all rear their ugly heads at the same time <laughs> in the same drive or at different points in the same drive. Like the first one, Mitch. Mitch has a wide open guy and just checks down because, you know, as you guys said, maybe Canada's like your first read is your only read. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah. No, but then, but then on second down, uh, you know, Deontay, I'm just saying Deontay misses it. Whatever, whatever. There's just miscommunication. So they just, it just seems like this, they all rear their ugly heads um, and they're not getting together. That being said, the one thing that, that has, that has sort of um, been puzzling to me is this whole um, commentary from the players that they're still searching for their identity on offense. Um, You know, it's week four and I understand that, you know, when we go in quarters, now that there's 17 games, there's a, there's a five last five section quarter, stupid math, but 
But yes, <laughs> the bottom line is this team has been together. This unit has been together since April. Like the, the only thing I could think of that has maybe changed is that Kendrick Green got replaced by Kevin Dotson or whatever that was. But like, this isn't like Mitch just got here last week or anything like that. Right. Like, like I don't understand how as a coordinator, you're still searching for your offense when you, when you, you've had, you've had, like you, you've had the unit together. Like, I don't understand it. So like as a coordinator, your job is to, is to, is to get that cohesion and make sure that everyone is together and then to find like yes. you have your identity going into the season. And I understand that you're going to have to possibly change those things. But to me, that just proves that like Canada is in way over his head. Like, you know, I, I'm a big Todd Haley fan and I know yep. he had Ben and Bell and, and AB, but like, go back are, and look. Are you going to do your Haley impression now? Uh, get, go back and look, <laughs> go back and look though. at some of the, some like, at the production he got out of some guys like Fitzgerald Toussaint and Darius Hayward Bay. Like go look, go look at some of those playoff games that the Steelers were in where like, yes, they didn't win them, but yep. they almost like Jericho Cotchery. Yes. Yeah. Jericho Cotchery, Marcus Wheaton, um, you know, Leonard Pope for, for Christ's sake. Like, I'm just saying that like, you don't always have to have the best players, but if you can put them in decent positions to succeed, yeah. you're going to be okay. He, and it's he like, got Kachery a big contract to end his career. He did. He really did. He did. I mean, almost by himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's but like, like, and like, and and listen, everybody, like, not everybody, people hate Todd Haley, and what, what they can hate them, and that's fine. But like, Todd Haley, wasn't in, Todd Haley wasn't in over his head. Like, like he put. No, them, I he, totally agree with he that. Put these. Yeah. He put those guys in positions to succeed. And he you was know the what? last good offensive coordinator we had. And, and, and I don't necessarily even think Randy was terrible because that uh, made sense to me. But you got to think seven was calling most of that. But yeah. but like, I just don't understand this whole identity thing. I'm just like, what? It, it, like, like, what do you mean you don't know who you are? What the hell? Like that. The- I, I, yeah. And, and let me throw this to Ian, too, because this is something we've talked about a lot. We've talked a lot about getting a veteran wide receiver in that room. And when you've got young guys like Claypool and DJ throwing their hands up and then they make comments, you really need that veteran guy to say, hey, knock that shit off. Yeah. Or yeah. Cam Frustrating. or somebody to walk we in get and be like, hey, 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 hey. Mm. Yeah. I mean, knock that shit off. It's not what we do here. We'll address it in the locker room, address it in the huddle, right. whatever. But stop, yeah. stop demonstrating you know, not that AB well, was necessarily well, and that uh, and that really you know, gets okay. to the the whole dearth of leadership on offense, right? You have yes. a you have a, a quarterback who's brand new to the team who's trying to basically just put as much on tape as he can before the rookie gets on the field. You've got an an offensive coordinator who's clueless. You've got you know the the longest tenured veteran on offense. I think is Chuksakora for right. Who's in his fourth year? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and maybe James Daniels has been in the league longer, but not with the team. Right. So, you know, you, you have a real lack of leadership on offense where in the past, like Ben Roethlisberger could just go over and be like, knock that shit off or I'm not throwing you the ball right. anymore. You know, but now, I mean, Trubisky even said a, a week ago, he doesn't really have the latitude to call audibles which what the fuck is that right do anything that yeah i mean and and that's that goes back to the coaching right that the coaches don't trust the players and so the players are out there but the players 
can't change what they are doing right. based and on that, what they see. That it's adds to the frustration level for the wide receivers because yes. they played with a guy last year who would ignore his his offensive coordinator and just be like, yeah, that's not working. We're not running that again. You know, I'm yeah. going to do this. I would say this, though. If you're going to throw your hands up, it, like Deontay Johnson did and drop that ball, and that was a great throw by Mitch. But then, yeah. you know, and, and I don't care if anybody – listen, George Pickens made a great catch. I see a catch like that every week in the NFL, yeah. all right? I don't give a shit. But I'm going to tell you what I would rather seen George Pickens do was towards the end of the game in the end zone when it looked like the ball was right there and he stuck his right hand out. And, and then the Browns guy, like, grabbed it, and he did, like, a somersault and he was out of bounds. But mm -hmm. look at the tape on that. Pickens – I mean, it was there. I'm not saying he should have caught it, but like, it was just like an awkward yeah, thing. No, and, and, and I'm like, Burner made like, this, dude, this like, point earlier. He, he's talking about the, our, our wide receivers are making these amazing fucking catches. Yeah. Amazing. And then they'll get a good ball and it should be a routine catch and they fucking drop it. I agree. Big Ben's burner talk about Claypool. I never thought I'd see that, but like, he looks right. like, the, he looks like the one that's like, all right, we need some urgency. Yeah, we need to be. We need, you know, we got to command it. And like, he actually seems to understand the moment. Yes, like yeah. he doesn't look like a deer in a headlight, but like Mitch does. Yeah, he does. Mitch, Mitch ain't the guy, but it's not all on Mitch. It's it, it's I not agree. all on him, but you, you know, the other thing that bugs me about him is he he plays with the emotion of wallpaper. He I, does. I mean, he plays with not... the emotion of Eli Manning. Yeah, there's just nothing there, and and I, I'm not saying emotion and enthusiasm wins you games, but my God, Kenny Pickett would at least give you a little bit of fire. And just give me a little tiny bit of Bubby Brisker. I mean, a little bit. Yes, give me some Bubby, baby. <laughs> Here's the thing: we don't, we don't know how Pickett will perform, but we do no. know he has mocks. Like you know, he's got yes. that moxie. Like yes. we do know that. Yeah, like, I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, right. Sure. We even saw it in the preseason that when, when Kenny came in, he just had that aura yes. about him that, like, calmed things down. It's like, it's going to be guys, okay. Let, let, let's be honest, okay? Let's be completely <laughs> frank. None of us wanted to see Kenny play this year when the season started. And now the offense is so fucking bad that we're like, I can't watch this for 15 more games. What, 14 more games? I, I just can't. I'm, I'm, I'm joining the Kenny cheers. Does what do I – where, where do I sign the petition? And no, I'm with you. Honestly, I mean, it, I, I'm not convinced that, that Kenny Pickett would fix things. But fuck, it can't get worse. It well, really can't. And, and I think that's the argument a lot of people have. And I would also suggest, too, and, and we can talk about it right now, the, the offensive line's actually playing okay. Yeah, dude, they're pass blocking they're, really well. It's not and terrible. The, the right yeah. side of the line actually run blocked really well last week okay not really okay but but well if, if right. anybody's watching this cincinnati game right now like i know the Bengals o-line has sucked and they've been so much better in the last couple of weeks but if if you if you're just watching this drive right now they're they're going right down the field they're about to it looks like they're about to take the lead but just the play design and execution on these like they ran a they ran like a pitch out uh throw from a wide receiver to another wide receiver. They just did a motion right. Dude cuts – Tyler Boyd cuts all the way across the field. And I'm just like, God damn, what is that like? You know, <laughs> like what, yeah. what is that like? You know, holy Tyler hell. I know they creativity. Ran they ran a Boyd's toss a nice on fourth player. and one earlier, but so what? At least shit, right. mate. At least they have them some nuts. Uh, I mean, 
I don't mean to suggest that the offensive line is going to be winning any uh, awards, but you, you can't ignore the fact they've been better in pass protection. Mm-hmm. Totally. The running game was was better last week. I'm not sure. going to say good or great. It was just better. Okay, the run blocking was better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought Najee did a little better job against uh, Cleveland than he did against New England. Okay, fair. But he didn't. Najee, yeah, not does saying, not look, Najee doesn't look right. No, no. And I still think Warren's got to continue to get more touches. Uh, the kid is, is yes. he's a bowling ball fired out of a, a cannon. I mean, he's he, just, you know, he's, he's just decisive. He's a, he's a better yes. back right now. That doesn't make him a good back, but he's better right, right. now. Right. Um, Ian, are you still on the bandwagon of you think Pickett, his best chance of starting is that New Orleans game after the bye? <laughs> uh, that's me, I agree. I I think that's probably his best chance of starting still because they're they're always way too late to react to things. Um, and you know, <laughs> way too late to fire Matt Canada. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was if it was up to me, I would have started Pickett this week. I've I've seen I enough to know that Mitch ain't it, right? <laughs> yep. He just he's not it. Um. And I don't know. I what what do you have to lose at this point, right? You don't I have just, anything you know. to lose, and I, I agree with that point completely. But if you're dropping him into a situation where he can't win because his OC sucks, and I'm sorry, I do not believe in in Matt Canada at all. He's terrible. He's, so, so so do you think they're protecting Pickett from him from from Canada? I I, I think they're they're protecting him from a number of things: the offensive line. Uh, the lack of a run game. Um, I I don't think that Mike Tomlin would ever admit the fact that he's like protecting his his young not. quarterback from an offensive coordinator. We're never ever ever going to hear that. Um, but you know, protecting him from the situation. They know that eventually that Pickett's going to be the starter. It is what it is. He's the first round right. pick. Eventually, they're going to go. We're paying this guy this much. We're going to find out if he can play. Right. Yeah. But, but when that happens, I'm betting exactly what Ian bet earlier this year. After the bye, two weeks to prepare him, followed by two home games. Pretty ideal situation. It does make it right. It it, it all adds up. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. One um, other point yeah. on the running game. Um, you know, and, and Tomlin's done this with guys before, and whether it's a good idea, bad idea, whatever, he has his bell cow back. And the other guys are on such a short leash. Warren didn't get another carry after he fumbled that ball. No, nope. he and did. We, no, he didn't. I don't think he did. No, no. yeah, he did. He went right back into the game. He got another carry. No, he didn't. He did. He may All have right. got more we'll, snaps. We'll dig up the info on that. Yeah, he got a long carry actually after that. After no, that, that was a screen pass. That was you're right. Back you're right. Penalty. That was a screen the shovel. You, it was yeah, the you're shovel. right. The shovel pass. Yeah, called back on penalty. To Big Ben's burner's point. Which about, was kind of the turning point right, in the game. That go. But he got two. more touches after that fumble. He got one more touch. That was it. His, that was All the right. only other touch well, in the game. That hasn't made the point. The point still stands. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, you, you saw you saw Tomlin ripping his ass. Right well, he wants yeah. to use him, but he's not. Gonna, if he can't trust him, yeah. he's not going to use him. Yeah. You know. Um, hey, uh, real quick, just a quick note on Raycon Airbuds, if you will. Uh, go to uh, buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. 
That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. And again, these are marketed very much as an alternative to a lot of the higher price stuff. Uh, these go for about $75. You get that 15% off. Um, customizable sound profiles, noise Wait, isolation. 15% all kinds of off on stuff. $75? Bucks, seriously? 15% off. 15% yep. off. 15, yeah, not 50. I would have bought it. Oh, but still, on uh, 75 bucks, that's... Yeah, yeah, but... All right. uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm actually so, thinking about this now. Yeah, yeah. So check that out and um, visit the fine folks at uh, Raycon. Brand new company, as a matter of fact. So from what I understand, as I just hit the table, which I know annoys Ben. Um, it annoys all the listeners, too, Mark. Yeah, I know. It's this damn supersonic microphone I have here. Um, okay. Jets coming up this week. It looks like we're going to get Zach Wilson, the quarterback who looks like he's 13 and just starred in a high school musical production and was banging his mom's best friend and was thanks uh ben for keeping the show pg-13 yeah. there yeah i mean i you gotta imagine all the cougars in pittsburgh are gonna come out for that game just oh you would think right right i mean they're out anyway um so, so why not um but uh would you rather uh scarpino would you rather see uh zach wilson or joe flacco I don't know. That's a really good question um, because I, I I don't care what anybody says. I don't think this defense is playing that well. Um, they've struggled getting pressure. They've struggled to stop the run. They can't get off the field in situational downs. Um, so yep. I'm more afraid of Zach. I guess I, I, I'm more afraid of Zach Wilson because he can run. Joe Flacco mm -hmm. ain't running anywhere. No. Joe Flacco does have some wins that – I mean – you got to think Flacco has the most wins in Akershire or Heinz Field as an opposing quarterback, right? Maybe Brady. more than Brady? No, I don't know. Brady. I but yeah, Brady Flacco, it has to be Flacco. Like, Flacco's had his moments. Like, Flacco, yeah. I know I, I know his record against Ben wasn't that great, but Flacco against the Steelers wasn't terrible. Like, he had some he had some really good games, including at Heinz. Um, he had some bad ones, too, pulling all the pick six. Anyway, but oh, yeah. I, I really don't know. Um, I, I don't care how they get the job done. But if they don't beat the Jets, this is going to be a really, really, really long season, uh, especially with these four games coming up. Oh. Um, I think Zach – the other thing, too, about the Jets, they got two good running backs. They got weapons. Mm -hmm. Their offensive line isn't that great. But um, Yeah, but we're not that week, great at stopping the run. Yeah, right. Robert Sala earlier this week talked about the importance of keeping uh, running backs fresh. Um, and it wasn't a shot at Tomlin or anything like that. They just asked him, what's your philosophy? And he basically just said, we want to keep our guys fresh. Like we don't want, like, we don't want their careers to end when they're 30. Um, like pretty much every Steelers running back <laughs> over the past. Yeah. You know, like all 15, of a sudden, like Tomlin's reversing course from his entire years. career. So no. don't sleep on, I mean, their defense isn't, isn't, isn't great, but don't sleep on the jets. Everybody's a little confident. There's a little bit. No, I, I, I'm with confidence you. Confidence like that Patriots week, you know, I, I don't, you know, just, right. just, just let's see what okay, happens. Well, I, I'm going to change course here a minute and I'm going to ask the three of you. Sure. Who would you rather have at quarterback right now? Mitch Trubisky mm -hmm. or Joe Flacco? Flacco. Mark? I'm actually going to say Trubisky. And Ooh. the reason, the and reason why, why is the reason why is mobility 
behind this oh, offensive line. He doesn't line. even run. So, he gets tackled that, by defensive ends. I, no, <laughs> I, you know why? Right. You know why he does that? Because the asshole won't step up into the fucking pocket. Yeah. He goes outside, making himself available to be sacked. Right. Now, had no, I known. Yeah, not running anybody. <laughs> had I known that they would actually be making a fairly decent pocket through the first three weeks, then I probably would have said, you know, Joe Flacco, because he is obviously going to step up in the pocket. I, I mean, right now, you know? would you rather have Flacco or Trubisky? Well, I mean, right now, based on the fact that the offensive line is playing better than, and I'm going to get a much, much more experienced and smarter quarterback in Joe Flacco, then yeah, I'm going to take Flacco. Yeah, I, I'm just that's, that's who I'm know. taking. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, sorry. Shoot, I Mitch, said there. Mitch was, Trubisky ain't the guy. He's playing dumb. I'm not saying it's his fault that things are going bad because it's not all Mitch's fault, but he's playing fucking dumb. What the hell? Where would Ryan go? Uh, who knows? He'll be back. All right. Uh, what, um, what, but yeah, you know who uh, else was on the market when Mitch Trubisky was? Is a guy named Jacoby Brissett who looked pretty damn good against us. Yeah, Brissett has some I, bad tendencies though. Too. Yes, he does. And he just we yeah. just didn't expose them on. On mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday, that the thing that well, Brissett also. I mean, they ran the ball so much he wasn't necessarily asked to for sure like, make game running plays. Ryan hit the nail on the head when he said that this defense is generating no pressure. This is a scheme that is that is predicated upon generating pressure, and if you can't do that, the scheme does not work. Right? You got to generate pressure. T.J. Watt goes out. Yep. There's no depth that outside linebacker. Suddenly, it's much easier to defend the Steelers' pass rush. It just is. You don't have to think about that guy coming over there from the right. You can, you can, you can devote more resources to the rest of the defensive front, and it becomes a lot easier to defend the Steelers' pass rush. It just—they really—and we talked about this, and I'm not trying to pat us in the back because everybody saw it. The lack of depth along the edge this year, last year. It's been really, it's been a really, really sore subject. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's just, it's, it's the obvious flaw to this team. Uh, By the way, didn't Derek Tuska get picked up by the Chargers? Uh, I don't know. I think I saw that. So there's another depth piece. Well, he does, but there's another fucking riddance. Yeah. I'd rather have Anthony Ciccolo back. (laughs) Or Melvin Ingram. Wow. Well, Melvin Ingram actually should have probably fucking stayed, but didn't. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. And, and um, AFC Player of the Month too. Yeah. Whatever. Um, as as, as Scars pointed out today, it's not like Ingram's playing more snaps now than he was playing when he was in Pittsburgh. He's not. True. True. Uh, just for the record, we were mumbling about it. Tom Brady has six wins at Heinz Field, and no, I'm not calling it Akersher. Uh, and Joe Flacco has five. Oh, I was. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. It so would, it I just want to say this out loud. It'd be really wonderful if Hayden Hurst could get one more catch tonight. Oh, here we go. Mr. Fantasy. Fantasy guy, football. Right? No, it's not, it, it's not fantasy. Oh, it's a parlay. <laughs> it's a parlay. <laughs> reality. No, it's reality. Um, oh. getting back, no, so getting back to Melvin Inger, I just want to say this real quick. I would rather have more good defensive players than not good defensive players. I'd rather have, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I, I Ingram, Ingram didn't want to be there. He didn't, we no. don't know that. We do know that. 
No, we no. don't. We were told what the we guy were told. got injured and cleaned out his locker. He got injured and then played pretty quickly. He got injured and played for someone else pretty quickly. Yes. Right. He got injured right. in Pittsburgh and cleaned out his locker and didn't come back to the building. But doesn't that make you think that they told him something different? It it makes me think that he I don't know. They told him something different? No. I think that he he thought he deserved playing time over Alex Highsmith, who leads the league in sacks right now. But oh, setting that... all that shit aside, I think that uh, he was woo, kind of he a little bit in sacks. That's so awesome. Yeah, it is actually. I'm being I know I'll be I'm mocking you Look, a little bit because I, it, I, it, I think Burner asked a good question about Highsmith. You know, look, we've seen the same thing with Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree's freaking disappeared in Tennessee. You know, yeah, it, it, it is, Bud Dupree was Robin to Batman. Absolutely, okay? but and, and he so was, was Highsmith Robin to, to he Batman. Was legit. Yes, you know? he was. Yeah. yeah, Highsmith absolutely was was Robin to Batman in Week One, no question. Yeah, and it's been a lot more difficult for him to generate pressure and get sacks since. It that was interesting. Said, you saw who they doubled most of the week on Thursday, on Thursday yeah. night. Cam. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? He's of, the best. Of course. Guy. He's of the course, best guy but, along the defensive front. Right. But what I'm getting at is that means Highsmith wasn't necessarily beating those one on ones. Well, he ended up with a sack and a half, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. All yeah, right. I'll no, no. He, he did fine. He did fine. Uh, but, you know, yeah, no, he's not. Highsmith's not a stud. Okay. All I'm saying is. He was a young ascending player. Yeah. Melvin Ingram is a guy who's, you know, where's he in his third team, fourth team now, fourth team now. Yeah. And you know, he's kind of viewed as a guy who's who's got some skill, but he's not an ascending player. You want to develop your young ascending players, which is why Highsmith was playing more than Ingram. Ingram thought he should be playing more in Pittsburgh, got injured, mm-hmm. as I understood it. The doctors thought he was fine. He said, no, I still can't play. I, I can't perform, blah, blah, blah. Cleaned his locker out and left town. Okay? Guy didn't fucking want to be here. Didn't want to be there. Okay? Didn't want to be there. He was it a is hostage. What it, is. it is what it is. Uh, Steelers traded him, got something for him, rather than cutting him. You know, which... But anyway, whatever. I, I That's last also. season. I Who gives also. a shit? But, this uh, year... <laughs> This not, year, yeah. they should have signed somebody, an outside yep. linebacker, who was willing to play the third wheel and be the guy. All right? I think it was well, Malik Reed. It was. No, no it wasn't. It no, was, no, uh, no, it was. Uh, um, it would have been. No, no, they traded for Malik, Malik Reed. Malik Reed was a right. last-minute trade at Cotton. Last-minute no, trade who, from who, Denver. Uh, who was, uh, guy they he was there before the season. Oh, Zunard Avery. No, Zunard Avery. Who thought yeah. that he should be playing ahead of Highsmith again? Yep. Um, and you know, so they cut him. They're like, "Okay, you, you don't want to be here. You think you should be playing ahead of this guy? You want you want to leave? Okay, bye." Yeah. And, yeah. and let's let's point something else out here because uh, Mr. Hammers brought up a good point. Our offense isn't staying on the field long enough for the defense right. to get rest. Right. The the defense has played like sixty more snaps. Than the offense. That's like Scarf, break it down for us. It's a full freaking game. That's a full game. Yeah, that's an entire game that the defense has played more than the offense. When your <laughs> offense, especially in the second half, has three three and outs, two of them in the fourth quarter, 
after your defense has already played, you know, 45 minutes the first week, 36 minutes the second week, like they're going to have nothing left at the end of the game. Your yeah, offense that, has that to help a, them out a little it's, bit. It's the by same thing as last year. Carpizio tweet earlier this week. <laughs> Scarps, did you happen to stumble on like like historically where they are in terms yeah, of time I had of possession? Did he stumble across it? He he researched it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I got to pull the second one. The first one, the defense has been on the field, two hundred thirty-one plays through the first three games. Um, that's the most uh, in the first three games of any season uh, in Steelers history. Uh, I think it's, uh, since the merger is, is that, so just, I have to ask, is that yeah. just regulation or is that also counting the overtime against the a, a, all plays run? So the overtime, yeah. that extra quarter yeah. counts, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. That, that right. So the offense yeah. has been on the offensive has, has run 174 plays through three games. And I think that's the fifth fewest in the first three games of any season since the merger and stealing overtime game. Huh? Including, including an overtime game. It's still that fifth fewest place. And then for the time of possession, it's 76-33 this year, second lowest of any of the team's first three games of any season in Steelers history. Mm-hmm. Since 1983, that's when the first time it was tracked. The only other time it was worse was 2019. So you're right. The offense is in extending drives. The defense isn't getting off the field, and that is just a recipe for disaster. And we saw that last year yeah. with – with especially when the rush defense broke down. Like, that Chargers game last year, I mean, oh, they, they man, couldn't – I mean, it, I mean, the Chargers couldn't get a stop to save their lives. But, like, remember that Remember that when Cam chased down Herbert and, like, we, we don't know – I don't think he punched him. You know, remember it was like, did he punch him or not? Yes. Literally like, but literally, like, Cam was like, I was exhausted. And I'm like – Damn right, because you've been on the like you've been like yeah. he ran. He's the only dude that had any heart to run to the ball that far. But then, like, I mean, how many like the discrepancies in plays was just ridiculous. And and that's the other thing. We getting back to Canada, even with Ben last year, they weren't extending drives. It's it was rough. So that's why I start to think like shit. I mean, if this wasn't working with Ben and Ben had the liberty to to audible, and it mm-hmm. looked like the only time they were ever any good is when he did that. So that's why I don't like Canada. But that's well, and here, here's a prime example of what drives me insane is is the defense was just on the field. Uh, I, I think this was last week. You know, 13, 14 play drive. They give up points. We come out. We're facing a third and three. And Trubisky throws deep down the side. And, and granted, it was a good ball and it should have been caught. Right. But it wasn't. And now it's fourth and three, and you got to punt, put your defense right back on the field. I, I didn't have a problem with the call, problem with the throw. Well, so so what I'm getting at is why not call something that is about getting the first out? Because at that point, you got to get your defense because you, rest. Because, because D, their D is expecting you to throw that, that short ball to get you to chains. Okay. Yes. So, moment you take a chance because you need a spark. You're behind in the game. A a vision game. You need to win. Spark. You need something to happen. So you got. All right. Throw was good. That is good. The play, honestly, not a bad play. It was fun. It just he catch the fucking ball. Everybody's got to perform. All 11 guys have got to perform. You know, as Scarps right. numerous times. 
we got guys making amazing catches, amazing, and then dropping the routine catches. You can't fucking do that. You can't do it. No. Routine catch happens, especially on third down. You've got to look the you got to catch it. Even if yes. you fall down on the throw, if you, if you fall down there, it's like a 25, 30 yard gain. Yeah. No, I, I, it's just one of those things that, you know, and Ben, Ben was guilty of it for years. Yeah. We, we called it YOLO ball. Yeah. Absolutely. YOLO ball. YOLO ball. <laughs> but, uh, but he was full of a lot of those throws. Yeah. Well, until, yes. Uh, yes. Until, until 2020. Yeah. Well, and the, <laughs> the thing with Ben, though, was if, if Ben saw single coverage on guys on the outside, he didn't freaking care if it was third and two. He was like, yeah. all right, I know Antonio Brown or Mike Wallace or right. whoever yeah. can beat this guy over the top. He's got single coverage. There's no safety on him. I'm going to throw it up and let my guy try and make a play. Mitch either doesn't trust his guys enough to make plays or doesn't have the latitude to trust his guys to make plays. The he, latter. He he did it a yeah, little bit more the against the too. Bengals, but he's still he's staring Bungle. down guys. He's not th- or not Bengals. Sorry, against I, the Browns. He did a little I more against the Browns. Yeah, he tried he's, to he tried to fall more downfield in the first half, not the second. In the first half last week, then then the second and the second half he went right back to Mitch Trubisky, who's so goddamn. Pretty. Yeah. What I think some of it was in the second half. That was they, that was scarps. They went here. into the second half no, with no, a no, that was me. They went into the second half God. with a lead and they started playing super conservative of like, let's not blow this one point lead instead of let's try and put more points on the board. Yeah. And it was dumb as shit. And that the you know, you hate to blame everything on a penalty, but that penalty on a core four really changed the game. I mean, yeah, they would was... have been first and goal or first. And, yep. they, they were in the red. It was either first and goal from the seven or first and 10 from the 12 or something like that. Yeah. They they would have been in the red zone and that had a, a pretty pen, good chance. But four or four actually did play a pretty nice. I got to give him props. He he did. He, so, he run well. He passed well. He made himself look like he was $9 million. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, your, uh, your audio is real choppy right now. I'm not sure why choppy. it has for All the right. last couple of minutes here. I, I do want to bring up something, and I, I brought this up in our group chat. D- does Tomlin at times try to protect his defense a little too much by by doing things with that offense in an effort to try to protect them? In other words, you guys were just talking about being aggressive. You know, Even though you got the lead, stay aggressive, get more points. <laughs> It's almost like like uh, Tomlin goes Marty Schottenheimer at times. I said that last. I said that last week. They they play on offense like they're so deathly afraid to make a mistake because they know if they they yes. know if they give up seventeen to twenty they're gonna lose. Bingo. Like yeah. like, I mean, again, once again, Matt. Like the Patriots aren't good, and they had they gave up seventeen. Nick Folk missed the long field goal, but the Patriots moved the ball pretty much whenever they wanted to. Yep. Um, yep. And then the Browns last week, last week or however long ago it was, I mean, shit, like that was like men against boys. Like that wasn't even like, <laughs> like it, it was, it was, it was, it was awful. And like, you know, they, they, they actually, they were up 14, 13 at half. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Up 14, 13 at half. Um, 
you know, I mean, I know Boz, Boz usually doesn't miss, but like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they attempted a 50 something yard. It was a 49 or 50 yard field goal in that win. Like yes. I thought that was just suicide. I don't I don't get that anyway, but they, they on offense on offense, they're just, they, they look like they're afraid to make that mistake that'll put them behind. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion, you know, again, like the, the Browns look pretty good the other night, not on defense so much, but like, I can understand that meant wow, dude, Bridgewater's true pick. I can understand that mentality when you're maybe playing the Bills or, or the Bucks or one of these one of these opponents coming up. But like, are you that afraid of Mac Jones? Well, it, it, exactly, Scarps, exactly. Like, or I, or even Jacoby Brissett. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not. It's like, no, I, I mean, but that's just it. We're gonna have to score points to beat Tom Brady and and, and to win in, in Buffalo. I. I I just cannot imagine that he thinks we're going to go up to Buffalo and hold them to 14 points or, or 17 points Aiden right Hurst, now. Put it It'd be great if he did, but I don't see it. Um, I, I, I I don't know. Uh, ben is uh, back here. Give me one second. There he is. There he is. All right. You look uh, better. Yeah, much, much better. Oh, much maybe. Better. Oh, I don't know. So, so far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. Um Let's see here. Oh, by the way, uh, do I get a Casey Kasem tonight, or because I'm here, I don't get it? Or well, you or really what? should have. You should have probably oh, gone oh, back. Well, and I told you, I didn't need to say anything because I got the entire. Yeah, I'll, play. I'll, I'll, I'll give. It's really, one. it's really hard to do that. You know, when it's not spontaneous, it was. Hold a lot on, more fun I gotta then. think of. I'll give you I, one I later. Want, Let me do a little research. I'll give you one I, there before. Yeah, I want there. like Casey Case some top forty countdown from like nineteen eighty two. All right, you want eighty two? Yeah, this give week. Me All right, eighty two. Really? Uh, what's the date? What's the date on Sunday? The second. Uh, second. Yeah. 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 October second. All right, hold on. Let me look at the songs on this. Go ahead. Keep keep talking. Oh, okay. Let me look at the right. songs. <laughs> hey, by by the way, here since, we go. Since we're talking about the Jets here. Yeah. You know, the Steelers have not had the best track record against the Jets. They're one and two in their last. Shut three, up, Ian. Four and four in their last eight. Like, I'm but just... they've only lost to them once at home. That's true. That's true. The, they, the, they got that the going dumb, for them. The dumb results happen in New York. Like that. Remember that six nothing game back in when was that? It was 2003. I'm looking yeah, at it now. That's that right. Was, that was awful. It was a rainstorm, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a rainstorm. And then there was like a there was another game in New York a couple years ago that we went up there and they were just kicking the snot out of us. And then yeah. we scored like a late touchdown with like a minute and a half left to make the game seem closer than right. it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've played stupid against them. But to answer your question from earlier. I would rather have Zach Wilson than Joe Flacco because Joe Flacco has been around the league and seen a lot of defenses yeah. and is smart enough to know where not to throw the ball. I don't think Zach Wilson is no, smart enough to know where not to throw the ball. Yep. Um, so, yes, he's more mobile. Yes, you know, he has a big arm just like Flacco has. Um, and they have some talent on that team. But I think I think there's more <laughs> – variability towards badness in Wilson's game than there would be with Flacco. I agree. You know, Fla- Flacco is going to give you that Jacoby Brissett, like I'm going to, you know, just manage the game and, and try and come out on top and win it late versus, um, you know, Wilson's going to go out there and be a gunslinger and maybe throw a couple picks. 
That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get some turnovers. But but more than that, we can't convert those into field goals. Got to convert them into touchdowns. Um, it, it just has to be that way, um, you know, at least in my opinion. Uh, ben, make sure you unmute yourself before you chime in. Um, let me see here. I'm just looking. Uh, Ian has a comment about screaming. what? Well, I was just going to say before you comment at all, you were still muted. Um, in any case, so uh, interesting week coming up this week. You know, uh, end of that first quarter, if you will, the end of the first four games of the season. And then, of course, uh, man, it gets crazy with uh, uh, Buffalo, Philly, Tampa, Miami. It's it's going to be a murderer's row, if you will, uh, for the Steelers. And, and uh, you know, hopefully. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And we, we talk about this every year. Tom Brady doesn't look good right now. Um, he, he doesn't, but the, he's the still Bucks Tom defense, Brady and we're the, still the The Bucks Steelers. defense does look good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so there's that. But Tom Brady does not look good right now. And Tua, that injury tonight was scary. Didn't look good. I'm, I'm kind of wondering good. if we're not going to see him for a while. I I, I tend um, to agree. I watched uh, the video and, and like, you know, Scars pointed this out before I watched it. You know, his hands and his body were doing some weird shit. Yeah, right after that hit. It's, it's that was fencing not, response. Yeah, that was yep. that was scary, man. Um, yeah. It just was, as a reminder, we, we sorry, sorry, so that. Yeah, I was just gonna mention we saw Bridgewater actually last year. Uh, he quarterbacked Denver um, yeah. in the Steelers win over Denver last year at at home. So if we do see him again, it, it won't be. Uh, uh, you know, a new thing starts. No, I was, you know, and I know it's not the same injury and obviously I hope two is okay. Um, but you, it, you could, it seems to me like that there was, some, you know, there wasn't the proper protocols or procedures like, right. Like it looked like he was messed up last week, you know, that, you know, so to, to me, somebody made a mistake there. Cause I don't think he should have played tonight. Like obviously no. there was something going on. So Ryan, you know, I, I look, man, I, I love the NFL. I love football. Yeah. Um, but, but if, if these two things are linked, the dolphins are in serious fucking trouble. Well, I mean, they've, and that's a thing like Steven Ross has already been in trouble for the yeah, exactly with, with like, so like, let's not act like, but here, my point being about it is, and I know it's not the same thing, but Steelers fans, and I said this on the show, it's a fear of mine that this team tries to rush TJ Watt back or something like that, or TJ wants to come back before, which you, you know be, he's going to want to. Of no, course. Not. And you got to be no, smart and say, will. listen, like I really do think like at that point, whenever he is ready to come back, that you you should look at your record and see like what the long-term thing yeah. is here. And if he says, I don't give a shit, I'm playing this week, and you say, no, you're not, because you uh, – and that's the other thing too. He is the franchise. Yeah, He's the franchise. Kenny Pickett's not the franchise. Maybe one day he will be. But he's not the franchise. TJ Watt. Yep. So, so again, like I just hope that the Steelers, like you know, are are you know understand this. Please uh, catch it. Please catch it. Yes. Sorry. As you can tell, someone's interested in reality football, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good question from Big Ben's burner. Uh, if Mitch sucks in the first half, any chance we see Pickett in the second? No. Personally, personally, I don't think so. But I'll be screaming for it. I was, there's going to be a lot of 
a lot of Heinz Field that's yes. going to be screaming for it. <laughs> yep. The first time they go three and out, the first Huge. time, yeah, it's you know the the opener against the Patriots. We heard one Kenny chant. I can guarantee you, there's going to be a lot more of this game. And, and I don't like it, but I get it. I, I mean, I I feel for Trubisky, uh, but at the same time, uh, winning, playing well, takes care of a lot of things. And and I I think just the sheer emotion of seeing Pickett come into the game would would make that place go nuts. And it's also going to put butts in seats too. And and I I do I believe think that everybody just needs to slow you know, their fucking roll on the whole start Kenny thing. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Tom well, is going to change. No, look back to 2019. Yeah. Okay. Mason Rudolph sucked. He was okay. not good. All right. Okay. Sorry, guys. I know Mason defenders. Yeah, but he had all those. Yeah, whatever. Shut the fuck up. But don't you think Pickett already looks better than Rudolph, though? In 2019, Devlin Hodges came in week 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I think Tomlin might make a, a change earlier than week 11 this year? Yeah, I do. Do I think it's going to happen week four? No, I don't. I thought, it ain't happening. I th- no. But Duck had to start because of the Duck started in LA because because of the injury, hurt. right? But Tomlin had no choice, exactly. And then he had no choice in that Cincinnati game after the Rudolph helmet incident. Mason was done, right? Mentally, yeah. yeah. So the LA was, game and and no, it was the Baltimore game he had to bring him in. Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, so right, there was a variety of got time knocked out because yeah. he had no other choice. So Big Ben's burner talked about this earlier. He said like Duck provided a spark. And he did to an extent, but right. again, Tomlin had no choice but to go to Duck. Tomlin right. is doing everything in his power to not go to Pickett too early, unless he absolutely has. Oh, to. I'm, I'm, I agree. Right, you I'm know? sure that's what it is. So, and yeah, you know, and, and we all, I agree. Duck didn't give a shit. Duck didn't care. It was awesome. Bless his heart, because yeah. He, I mean, in reality, I bet you he was like, you know what? I'm never going to get this opportunity again. <laughs> so, oh, you know, for let's sure, see what we can do. For sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's get to some uh, predictions here on Sunday's game against the NYJ. Uh, Scarps, I'll uh, throw it to you first. What do you got for Sunday? Looks like about 68 degrees as of right now, sunny. My predictions, I am one and two, just like the Steelers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm one and two, just like the Steelers. And uh I'm, I, I'm, I got to go with the Steelers at this one, and I'm going to go with the Boz Bowl. Um, I don't think it's going to be as 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 bad as that KC playoff game when he scored all 18 points. Right, right. But I'm going to go with 15-13 Steelers. Oh, for God's sakes. Wow. Another nail-biter, another heart attack for Steelers Nation. Uh, ben, what do you got for the Jets this week? Uh, I think it's going to be a close one again. Uh, I... I Sorry, I don't have any faith in the Steelers' offense, but I don't until they show me something. Um, I'm not going to have faith in them. I want to remind everyone who's listening to the show tonight and or watching it, uh, the people that thought that the mobile quarterback was going to make all the difference and make this team so much better, what the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) I'm serious. No, really. You think that being a quarterback, being mobile makes you a better quarterback? Really? Really? I don't 
personally think it may it, it's not that it makes you a better quarterback it's no. that decision I making is what yeah is absolutely quarterback play decision making yes even and the, and the even ability Mitch's to act here. on it even I, Mitch is be- sorry steal that I'm sorry yeah I'm no you're fine player. you're fine go ahead no I just say even Mitch's like best runs and plays that were designed they're fine but they're not like anything like mm. you know hell like it's not like right. it's, it's not like it's super impressive by any stretch no. so no. that's just me right so, no anyway. I, I i just think enough you... of my rant against mitch it's not like i think yeah. mitch is i'm rooting for him <laughs> yeah i am too I, am. I hope he gets better i i i think mitch is 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 better than bad but but not good well, i mean that's handcuffed yeah but that's such an excuse you know? No, I, I mean I, honestly, the, his whole career he's just not been good. All right, right. No, I guess he's not that. really the problem, but he's not really the solution either. All no, right, well put. I would agree with that. There we go. So, so getting you, back what, to my prediction yeah. that I'm supposed to be making right now, uh, I'm going to go Steelers fifteen and a half <laughs> to the Jets thirteen. <laughs> <Jeez. Ooh. laughs> Who accounts for those half points? Just I don't out know. Of curiosity. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Ian jumps back on just in time. Ian, what do you got for a prediction on Sunday? And I know you'll be in the stands at Acrisure Stadium. Yeah. Um, Steelers twenty to fourteen. 20 oh wow, to fourteen. Okay. All right, I thought I was going to be the odd man out by suggesting the Steelers would score more than 20. I'm actually going to go 22-16. Uh, I'm going to go 22-16 Steelers in this one. I think a couple of turnovers are going to give us short fields, and we're going to actually do something with it. it yes, I'm being optimistic. It's it's the first time we've been consensus since week one, and okay. we're all wrong. Well, I <laughs> – Uh-oh. So yeah. – Yikes. Uh, Yeah, oh, believe me, man. If the Jets win this game, it's going to be one hell of a shit show the rest of this year uh, for for numerous reasons. That's for damn sure. Uh, Anything to add, gentlemen, before we uh, break off for tonight? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You want your American Top 40? Oh, thank you. I wanted a little American Top 40 from uh, the week of September or August 2nd. Excuse me, October 2nd. (laughs) Mark, do you even know what month it is? Fuck, I don't know what. Oh, ah, yeah, it was it whatever? All right, let's see if we do this. Uh, it's time for our long distance dedication. <laughs> Ryan from Pittsburgh writes, "Dear Casey, I'm extremely frustrated about the future. I've heard Matt Canada is coordinating the offense for my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Will they be good eventually? Well, Ryan, your treat for you is." This song moves up seven spots this week. Asia with only time will tell. <laughs> that wasn't that great. I'll do better next week. That was excellent. Oh, that, that was, was so good. great. That yeah, was oh, actually, damn good. You know, or, or we could go with, well, Ryan, we're going to need a little magic here. Moving up to its highest point on the charts is number two, the Steve Miller Band's Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I hate I, myself. I, I remember Asia, and I remember how popular they were. I, I mean, people were going mad over some of their stuff, and then they just fucking disappeared. Yes, yes turned into Asia. Yeah, interesting, because I like yes. No. Get a little progressive uh, rock there, yeah. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts besides Casey Kasem? No? 
Anyway, all right. Thanks so much for everybody that uh, jumped in on the live chat. We appreciate the hell out of all of you. Uh, and thanks for doing it. And uh, tell your friends about it, too, if you will. Uh, anyway, we are proudly presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And for now, this is Steel Dad signing off. And hey, go Steelers. Hey, I hope I don't get canceled for my shirt. And if I do, if you're really angry about it, send your hate mail to Steel Dad. <laughs> and also, the Ravens suck.